Alexander Wright is the visionary driving force behind the creation of the African Heritage Food Co-op and many other innovative community initiatives. He shares over 20 years of stories, anecdotes, and cautionary tales garnered from living life as a black, educated, heterosexual man who has made some of the best and worst decisions. Beautifully flawed, his insight is unique, authentic, and gritty. From good shit to hood shit to bullshit, he's going to cover it all. What's up, and y'all? Quips Welcome to the second riddles. episode and hilarity of Quips and Riddles. What is his life? The Hilarity That Is My Life by Alexander Wright. I'm here with my drunk dad podcast partners. Yo, yo, what is up? And um, we're going to be talking about shadow boxing versus shadow work. All right, so some of you know me, Alexander J. Wright. My information's in the bio. I'm going to let my co-host uh, for today, like, maybe say something about themselves as we go. Your host with the most is your boy Cash, man. You know, we started the Drunk Dad Podcast, me and my boy, my brother. Talk about everything that goes on with dad life, man. You know, being a black man in America and being a black father in America. Damn, so this is Coming real, 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 real soon. Yes, sir. It's your boy T. The real TJ. You feel me? <laughs> we, we about to, you know what I mean? We ain't got no filter, so y'all gonna, y'all gonna love it. I'm telling you. It's gonna be some stuff that y'all think of, that y'all wanna say out loud, that y'all scared to say out loud, that we gonna say out loud. So, just stay tuned. So that's super dope. Uh, look for that Drunk Dad podcast coming very, very soon. Um, they are here sipping on this rock. I am on my H2O sober movement right now um but sooner or later i'll be able to catch up with him <clears throat> so let's get right into this so i go to rhode island on the training and i want to work out i go for a run rhode island is pretty hilly right so you're going up the hills down the hills like over the river and through the woods okay um, my foot hits a pothole boom i slam my knee into the concrete split it i hobble to the gym put band-aids on it, do a little upper body workout. Then I run back to the Airbnb. I had a meeting, so I had to throw my suit on. Put my suit on, did the meeting, got back, but my uh, pants were full of blood. Bandaged it a little bit better, threw the Neosporin on it, cleaned it, all that stuff. Couple weeks later, I was with a lady friend of mine, and while we're getting it in, I start seeing blood all over my sheets. So I looked at her at first, like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, uh, that's your blood. And I looked, and it was clearly all my blood all over the place. It took a, a long while to heal. And what I should have done is I should have gone in, and I should have got stitches on my wound. But I thought that the way I bandaged it, was okay, and the way that I had tried to take care of it was enough, but it wasn't enough. I was bleeding everywhere, and by the time I finally healed, I had ruined a whole lot of sheets and a whole lot of clothes, and that's what happens with us when we're hurting or we're cut or we're wounded emotionally or mentally. We try to bandage it. We, we pretend like it's not something that we're going through. We think that we're stronger than what we're going through. We don't do the, the work to heal ourselves. 
right? We don't get the stitches. And because we don't get those stitches, we end up on we end up bleeding on all these people that are around us. Your kid comes home and breaks the dish. You're up down, you're up the front of them, down the back of them over this broken dish. But then you look back at it a little bit later, like, why did I get so mad? Why was I so angry at him or at her about this one issue? And it wasn't even the issue. It was the fact that you were hurting. It was the fact that you haven't dealt with or we haven't dealt with the things in our lives that we need to deal with, right? So what do I, what do I mean by that? Well, the stitches represent the shadow work, right? And I'm not talking about like occult stuff. I'm talking about shadow work, the work you do in the shadows when nobody's watching, that self-healing stuff, that reading stuff, that going to counseling, that hitting the gym, that finding your happy place, right? The things that you do to heal yourself so that way you can go on in life and be the best version of you. And you're sitting here thinking that you're holding it down. We think that we got it and we, we understand it all. But we're really shadow boxing. We're fighting ourselves. We're fighting um, through the pain, through the hurt. And while we're fighting ourselves, we're beating up all the people around us. Damn. Right? Because we're hurting. And we're wounded, and we put some kind of bandage on it, thinking that, okay, I got it. Oh, I'm all right. So your girlfriend breaks your heart. She broke your heart, right? And you think, okay, cool, I'm going to just go and get another girl, man. It's all good, and um, everything is going to be fine. But you find out every little thing that you do drives you crazy. Everything that she do makes you mad, makes you angry. And it's not even about her. It's about you. You're still broken. You're still hurt from that last girl. So now you're up and down this girl's head all in her neck about whatever because you're still going through that kind of pain. You see what I'm saying? And just like while I was healing with my leg, I was bloodying up sheets and clothes and ruining stuff. While you're trying to heal without doing the work to really heal yourself, you're bleeding on everything. You're beating up your kids. You're beating up your relationship. You're messing up your relationship at work, your networking possibilities. Just, right? Because you're broken and you're not healing. And that's going to be the topic of discussion today. And we're going to go back and forth and just kick it um, about that. Damn, this good shit. Fuck! All right, so let's not get it confused with the uh, shadow boxing and then what was the other one? Shadow work. Shadow work. So a lot of people, um, they'll pretty much try to downgrade you if you start doing like the shadow work on yourself and you start becoming a different person, a better you. They'll start downplaying you like, oh, you think you're bigger than us. You think you're better or you acting brand new. No, that's you outgrow a lot of people when you start doing that shadow work. I'll tell you that right now. You'll start outgrowing. You'll start thinking different. You'll start, why am I even in a situation I'm in when I know I'm worth so much more? So don't let that, when you start doing that shadow work on yourself, don't let those people around you. If they start talking that negativity around you, that means them people are not supposed to be in your life at all. Because that shadow work's not gonna drive people away. 
that's going to bring them people that you need to be, that you need to have in your life to closer to you. They're going to understand, okay, you're going through some things. We know you're working on yourself. Let I mean, we still here, but we're going to give you that space to do that work. Or you're going to continue to shadow, shadow box. And then at that point, now you're going to start driving people away because you're so hurt and you're so just damaged that anything, that punch going to end up to your best friend, going to end up to a person that you need in your life. So that person that you need in your life, trust me, when you're doing that shadow work, they're going to give you that space because they know you're working. And sometimes that boxing won't come Important out to it. security but message. that work, Do not as long as you're putting that message. work to yourself, the people that you need in your life going to be around. That's a fact. Um, so to make it crystal clear for y'all, shadow boxing is you going against yourself and your problems and hitting people um, in your journey of doing that. Shadow work is you working on yourself behind the scenes, getting yourself together, hitting the gym, counseling, church, whatever you think is going to help you get better. That's shadow work. You know what I'm saying? So just to clarify exactly what it is. I'm going to give an example of how I use it in my life. Um, years ago, I wanted to be, you know, one of the toughest people out here for whatever reason it was, you know. And... Um, I was getting into all sorts of altercations and beefs every day at the club. Every weekend, I go to the club, whatever. And I just seemed to be getting whatever. If I was protecting somebody or my own issues, I was squabbling and everything else that comes with that that life. And um, and I always say, like, you know, I love my mom, I love my dad and all that. And, and I was realizing... Um, it just it struck me one time like I'm gonna mess around and I'm gonna kill my mama because I'm gonna go to jail for a real long time or I'm gonna get killed or whatever come with that type of life and I'm like damn, I, I gotta damn, change damn, because damn. I say I love my mama, love my dad, love my kids, but I'm doing stuff that's gonna put me away from them for a long time or forever. So I had to do shadow work, which was changing my life and reflecting myself. And realize, because coming up, it was always about being a G, being a tough, being a gang, whatever it's going to be. And that life is destructive that we all know. We know we are older now. Well, most of us are older. And we know that life is destructive, but I had to look in the mirror and realize, man, being a G is not fighting or getting into altercations. None of that. It's about taking care of your people, taking care of your kids, your family, being there for them. That's being G, being stand up, standing on shit. two toes. Fuck. So I had to look in the mirror and realize <laughs> I'm gonna kill my mama. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill her. You know what I'm saying? So I changed my life. I started going to church myself and just start wanting to be better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not perfect. I don't want to see her act like I, you know. But I just started really thinking about the things I do before I do them. And what I realized is that. And I also, what I also did was, I stopped trying to save people. <laughs> that was really the main thing. You know, people call me, oh, bro, yo, boo, 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 this happened. Yo, boo, I know. Handle your own business. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I stopped that, I'm like, man, I ain't beef with nobody off me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm jumping on these phone calls. And, man, off me, myself, I'm, you know. So... Uh, I did the shadow work, you know what I'm saying? I looked in the mirror, realized 
what I was doing was a destructive path. And then I, you know what I'm saying, I started shadow boxing. And I'm like, okay, so the best moves is not to damage nobody around me, not to bring no extra beef or problems to my circle by staying calm and uh, level-headed. You know what I'm saying? So that was my example of what I did, you know, to change my life. Yeah, and like, you have to figure out, first you have to acknowledge what, what you do, right? Like, you might owe some people some apologies, right? Um, it's not okay. And, and the fact that you're hurting doesn't make it okay for you to bleed all over people, right? It doesn't, and, and we, we justify that, right? I'm hurting, or they did this to me, or somebody did this to me, so it's okay for me to go off. It's okay for me to be mean and cruel to people, and often it's to the people that we love, we care about the most. And then you sit there and be like, well, how come nobody's here for me? How come nobody, nobody's there for me? I'm going through this. I need that. Well, you're so toxic. You're so toxic, and you jumped on people for nothing, right? People have tried to help you and tried to stand there with you, and you just went off on them. And it's not their job to necessarily auto-forgive you. It is not their job to be your punching bag, right, or to be your blood-laden sheets, right? So... I think a lot of times we feel that we don't have people in our lives or we feel like we, uh, we're we isolated when we're going through stuff. Oh, see, people just be fronting, man. They ain't really with you. But we don't look at all the people that we beat up, right, in the pain and through the pain, okay? Um, and I'm not talking about maybe you went off once, you're, you know, you had a, a bad day and, you know, because that happens to all of us. But when that does happen, you got to stand up, man up, woman up, apologize, right? I'm sorry, bro. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry, sis. I shouldn't have done that, right? And, and, and I hate this. Well, family means you never got to apologize. That is bullshit. That is bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Damn. Right? If you were man enough to do it, then you got to be man enough to apologize. If you're woman enough to do it, you got to be woman enough to apologize, right? Because I think that's what's ruining us as friends, ruining us as communities, because we're hurting. And, and, and I want to talk about this, too. When you're hurt, right, when you have a wound, someone can touch you gently, and it's going to feel like they punched you. Right? Because you have a wound. Right? They didn't punch you, but it just felt like that because you're wounded. Important right? Message. So sometimes you Do take things so personally message. and you feel like people are attacking you and the world is coming at you and it's not. It's not. But you're so hurt and so wounded that just a graze, just a touch, just a mention. Like right now, I always hear, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. I'm so triggered. This is triggering, right? Well, a lot of you have a hair trigger. Damn, you know what I'm saying? It's a hair Fuck. trigger. You sneeze and then all of a sudden, like, um, I'll give you an example. Uh, Y'all could jump in on this. I call my, my, you know, but... I'll give you an example of that. I um, actually no, I'm gonna let them go, and then I'm gonna come back with my example. Sure, that, that trigger. It, you know what? I don't, I don't even like calling people toxic no more. I just call you damaged. Because a lot of people are like, oh, that person's toxic. No, that person's been through some stuff that they haven't held up from. 
that's why you call it toxic because they bring in that same negativity or that same um, stuff they went through and bring it on to you. That's not toxic. That means that they haven't held up. So you can either take it and let me let, let's get to this first thing. Nobody can do shadow work for you except you. Nobody can do shadow work for you except you. Right. You can't get peace out of somebody else if you ain't got peace within yourself. A lot of people are like, oh, well, this person helped me heal this way. If you, if a person have that much control power over you, that means you in the wrong direction in the first place. Nobody should have more power over you than God. I'm just gonna be 100. percent Nobody should have if they trigger you like with men, like for things, men hitting the female. That is so crazy to me because if you have that much if she have that much power to make you that angry that you got to put your hand over on a female that you know you're gonna beat i see if she's a little bigger she uh Layla Ali, then you might have to block yourself or something but this little girl you beating because you want to try to feel mad nah you you broken bro you broken it's not even toxic you broken because the, the other chick she don't slept with your best friend or some shit like that Excuse my language. No. Uh, <laughs> it's explicit. It's explicit podcast, oh, bro. She done slept with your best friend or some shit like that. Now you think every female is the same way, so you gonna hurt her before she can hurt you? No, gentlemen, that's not. You gotta females gotta see that uh, red, that red flag too. You know he was crazy and he was uh, possessive when the first week you start dating that motherfucker. You he following you. It's red flags on everything. And then you got good girls that been with messed up guys and then they come out to be, hey, I'm just going to do it before he do to me because they think that's a concept that every man has. Oh, I'm going to cheat on him or I'm not going to let him get close to me. I'm going to have this wall up and I'm going to just use him because that's what he did to me. He took all my tax money and said he was going to flip it and never came back with it. And I mean... Y'all not toxic, y'all just broken at this Bleeding, man. Bleeding, a lot of, man. All of us is really broken. Like me, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm I'm actually better, a lot better than I was. I just know what I want. I know what I deserve. I know how much I work to get where I came. I mean, where I came from to where I'm at now, I know I worked hard there. So I know if it ain't about my kids, I'm not allowing anyone to come and disturb that that hard work. So it's not me being that's that's that work. That's that shadow work. I was I was in my room in my thoughts a lot of nights. I don't I don't mean to hurt. Every if a dude tell you he never got hurt, he lying. Every dude done got hurt by that female that he thought was the one. And she done did some stuff unless y'all had a planned marriage or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But every dude he can lie to you and say he didn't get hurt. He, some a dude got hurt once upon a time in his life. I got hurt. I do my little shadow work. Now I know what I deserve, and I'm, I can't take no shorts from nobody. I'm not super saver hole no more. Sorry, he's gone. <laughs> right. Bro, piggyback off that. <laughs> I like what he said. He know his worth, and that's everybody, male, female, whatever. Like you gotta know your worth, and not just in relationships. Know your worth. Period. Know what job you're going to take. Know what you're not going to do. Know what you're worth more than. Now, now don't just quit your job and just <laughs> have no backup plan. But just know, like, yo, when I did my shadow work, and I'm still doing my shadow work, 
And like you said, I'll piggyback off that too. I'm in a much better place than where I was. You know what I'm saying? You know, and we all had a lot of um, heartbreaks, you know, not just females, life, you know, deaths. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, when you really sit back and look, not only is life short, like, you gotta um, take advantage of the life you do have. You know what I'm saying? So if you're going through a tough, rough patch right now, and uh, I'm gonna tell you like this, man, it's gonna get better. I can guarantee that. If you stay strong, man, say prayed up. You know, everybody got different religions, how you do. I'm not here to try to preach to you and. Man, you know, I just believe in God, and I know prayer saved me, and it's continuously to save me, and had me even be here breathing. You know what I'm saying? I would have, you know, <laughs> man, but um, prayer just, just, I just pray, like, please just hold me down, like, you know, and he did, and he brought me peace, and um Knowing your worth it comes with that. So you know your worth. You know you deserve peace. If they're not bringing you peace, your job, your man, your woman, your kids, you got to give your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> them your kids. You can't duck them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but just know your worth and don't settle. You know what I'm saying? That job ain't paying you right. They ain't treating you right. You go apply for other joints or get your own business or figure it out and get rid of that job. Get rid of that dude. Get rid of shorty. You know what I'm saying? Whatever is in your life that's not bringing you up. And mm-hmm. one more thing, too, to touch on. Shadow boxing and shadow work. Okay. Peace. You have to not only pray and hope and wish to be stressed out about my time. Anything used to stress me out. I'm just realizing I pray and I'm just like, yo, I'm going to choose peace. And when you think you got it hard and you probably do got it hard and we all do. People got it 10 times worse than you. So, also, I also think about that a lot, too. Like, I'm over here bitching and crying about this. Oh, man, I ain't making this. Or, I ain't got this. Or, man, my car. Some people ain't got no car. Some people ain't got no job. Some people ain't got nothing. Like, really nothing. Like, so. Stop trying <laughs> to keep up with the Joneses. That's, That's it. Live your own means. You mean? Live your own. And, yo, yo. Because a lot of females, y'all, y'all real bad at this. Y'all real bad at this. I actually wish I was like y'all, because I got a, a lot of warnings from these dudes about some situations that I should listen to. But y'all females gotta understand, you can't work, try to work with your old friend always in the, that one negative friend. You know that one negative friend you got always in your ear. Like, you don't need this, bitch. Da, 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 da. Like, giving you that negativity instead of boosting you up. Y'all gotta have, y'all gotta surround yourself with positive people and people that got something on their shoulder, or that that work ain't gonna really work if you still around the same bird heads that you around or the same knuckleheads you around. It ain't gonna work because yeah. you're gonna still have that negativity in your ear. And it happens with women, but it also happens with us too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that one um, super wannabe gangster friend, you know, and you be in your house minding your own business and they getting all sorts of trouble. So, 
right. We, we were okay. We had we had this friend, right? And well, he'll be he'll be nameless right now, right? But your boy was claiming to be a blood, claiming to be super gangster, rough, tough, all this stuff, right? And every time I turn around, he was calling us for backup, for help, for this, for that. And I'm like, bro, we not bloods. You supposed to be in a whole gang. Like, where are your gang people to help you with all this stuff that you got to work on, right? Um, but then I found out why he didn't have these people, right? Because they probably were sick of him already. So he calls us one night. Yo, yo, it's murder beef, man. It's beef, man. Yo, bro, bro, you got to get here right now, bro. You know what I mean? Squad up, everybody, da 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 right? So we pull up, like, 10 deep on bullshit, right? We were younger, whatever. And uh, we we pull up, and he in a house with like eight women. There's like eight eight women in there, and he arguing with these ladies. Damn, damn, damn. And I'm damn. like, wait, you wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. You called me for what? I'm here for what? I'm here because you're arguing with these women. Man, if you don't get your... <laughs> Bruh, like... Damn. So, so like, first-hand experience is not just women with the cackling bird brain in their head, in their, in their ear. We got some cackling bird brain-ass brothers. Goofy-ass dudes. That's my fault. I forgot that, about them. That, they that, they that, cut that off. That are in your ear. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, it's like, it's crazy. So, and that's part of the shadow work, though, because it's not, it's not easy, right? It's not easy because it's going to cause you to cut off people. It's going to cause you to not pick up the phone. You know, it's going to cause people to talk junk about you, right? Like, oh, you different now. You switched up now. Yeah, bro. Your real right. friend's going to stick around. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You real, you know. So, another point I want to come back to, we talked about those triggers. We talked about, I want to get back to that shadow boxing where you fighting, you really fighting yourself, but you beating up everybody else around you, right? Um, and talking about these hair triggers. So, I saw something on Facebook the other day. It didn't bother me, but I'm going to show you if I had a hair trigger, it would have, right? So uh, the girl posts something that says, I don't know what y'all talking about, but these light-skinned dudes do it the best. They the most this, they the most that, and they the best looking and all that stuff, right? As you can see, I'm not light-skinned, okay? I'm a chocolate brother, all mm. right? Um, but... That post didn't bother me. I didn't jump on her post and say that she was a victim of colorism. I didn't jump on her post and say, oh, you know, you just, you, you know, you hate yourself. You hate your African roots. Right? Because, honestly, that might not, that probably wasn't the case. She just liked what she liked. Right? But if you have a hair trigger, you see stuff like that, and you automatically think about when somebody called you little black this or black that or so-and-so because you didn't heal from it, right? And because you still got that gaping wound with this punk-ass Band-Aid on it, right, somebody brushes it. You see a Facebook post. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Somebody says something. Oh, you mother. You, I can't believe you. Right? Um, your girl says something sideways to you. You, you want to, you know, haul off and punch her in the eye and do all this crazy shit. You, you got gaping wounds that just have these punk, these little weak ass bandages on them. 
You know, instead of doing the work to stitch yourself up, bro. And when you stitch yourself up, that shit hurts, right? Have you ever got stitches? You ever had to do it yourself, stitch yourself up? It hurts, right? It's not pleasant. Doing that shadow work, going to counseling, and admitting that, yeah, when I cussed her out that time, I was I was on some bullshit. Yeah, uh, you know, my man was trying to tell me what it was. You know, I punched him, I fought him, I was on some sucker shit. I was really on some extra <clears throat> whatever stuff that I was on. And you don't have to be that way, right? But you're always going to be that way if you don't put in that shadow work. If you don't really get in that room, get in that place by yourself, right? If you're going to be a boxer, you got to get in the ring. You got to go to the gym. You got to throw 500 to 1,000 punches, right? That's how you get nice. You got to get moved, get move with it right if you want to lift 315 or 500 you have to go in the gym and actually lift the shit you see what i'm saying you got to go and do and work the muscles that allow you to lift those things we want to be in all these different places right but we can't end when you don't heal even when you get to the place you bleed all over it so, like, some of you can't keep a job. You can't keep a job. We can't keep girlfriends. We can't keep friends. We can't be in relationships. You can't do these kind of things because we are bleeding on everyone. And I'm going to tell you this. The only constant in all of your friendships and the only constant in all of your relationships is you. Hey, you know what? To piggyback that the job situation. I was just, about, I just thought about something uh, when he was talking about um, pretty much um, was you? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, he'll come back. He'll come back to his thought as he regathers that, right? Um, but, but those triggers, especially the hair triggers, man. They so. Then I put something on Facebook. So I said, all right, um, bro and I were at this after-hour spot. And I'm sitting there, and these women start to walk in, right? And there's some that are beautiful. But as I start doing work on myself, I start to figure out kind of what I want, what I'm looking for, and what I'm not looking for, and what I don't want to deal with. And one of my biggest things is... I'm not here to heal anybody, right? People have to heal themselves. Now, I can work with you as you're going through that process. You're going to counseling. You're doing the thing that you need to do to work on yourself. I can I can work with you on that, right? But I'm not here to come in with a big cape and just say, hey, all your problems are now over because daddy is here. Right? If you wanted to, you still couldn't do it. Right, because you can't, right? And I know that from experience, you know what I'm saying? I've had my, I've had, I've had my cape on a couple times, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as, as, uh, as, as in the same place as my brother, my younger brother is over here, right? But it's, it's so, anyway, I put up, so the lady coming in, and I'm like, okay, well, I wonder if this person has daddy issues. Or if this person has mental health issues, or um, do they have a man in their life that they've ever respected? Do they have children? Do they have custody of those children? 
mm. right? Mm. Um, mm. Then I'm like, then I just say, I put something in there that was funny, but I do think about, like, you know, is that a wig, right? <laughs> because because for me, like, I like to touch hair, I like to pull hair, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, wigs don't work for me, okay, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, <laughs> and then another thing, like, I'm not really, I don't like, you know, um, that I brought up were like mustaches, right? I don't like facial hair on on ladies, right? Because I don't like, you know, because I like to kiss and I don't like, I don't, we can't be, we can't be, we can't be goatee, we can't be beard on beard, right? So I put that up and the response I got to that was crazy because some people were like, oh, I'm so tired of the woman hate. And I'm like, women hate? Like, what, what part of what I was saying was, like, hating women? Um, you know, if I don't, if that's my preference, if I don't want to deal with wigs or if I don't want to deal with facial hair, like, how is that different? He's than, entitled to that. Right. So, like, what what's the difference to where the lady put up, she like light-skinned brothers, yeah. right? Or you like brothers who are six-something six tall or skinny or... Or you want them make it a certain income. Or big. Or you want them big. You want them like, like, how is that different? How is me having, knowing kind of what I'm into and what I'm not into, um, and to me, that screams unhealed. That screams ultra sensitive. Insecure. Right? And, you know, and if, you know. and Does she have a bear? No, right. I don't know. But here's my thing, like. If it doesn't apply to you, right, and you're not, you're probably not even checking for me, right? So you're not even checking for me, but you got a problem. And if you are checking for me and you're not kind of what I'm looking for, then, like, don't check for me, right? Because I'm not going to check for you. You know, once you say, hey, I want a dude that look like Terrence Howard. I don't look like Terrence Howard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out, I'm out. I'm out. You know I what I'm like saying? She had laser removal or something on her mustache, and it I, just touched the. Just touched. I, I mean, know. it was just her. Well, she got laser time. removal for a reason. Yeah, but, but it she touched her mustache she, so much she would have kept it. But she know that a lot of people can't afford laser removal, so she just it just touched. Uh, it, it it touched a nerve in yeah, her. You know. It touched a nerve in her, and I and I was like, you know, in. And this happened too, because the uh, what she was on in her statement was kind of left. She tried to bring in like, oh, well, you think about that, but women have to give their friends their location for safety reasons so they don't get murdered. And I'm like, that is hor- that is a horrible thing that that happens, and that's awful. That ain't got shit to do with what I'm talking about, right? But that's but don't try to try to justify what you're saying by trying to put in a horrible, undisputable fact, right? It's it's so weird. Like so because there are crazy people out here, because there are unsafe situations for people out here, I'm not supposed to have a preference of what I like. I'm not supposed to um make sure that a person is mentally well to be in my, be involved in my life. Not only my life, I have children. So I want to make sure you're well. I want to make sure that if you had daddy issues, I want to make sure, you know, and in, and in Buffalo where we live, adult illiteracy is like 30%, right? So I want to know where you fall in that. Am I sending you texts that you can't understand? 
right? You know, I'm I'm a sapiosexual, so I know that I like intelligence, and a big part of intelligence is literacy. It's hard to 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 read books with a person who can't read, right? And it is not. I'm not trying to dog anybody, but I know who I am. I know where I am, right? And if I didn't care about those things, then I would just have a person that I didn't respect and I treated like shit. So by me having boundaries, standards, from doing that shadow work and understanding that, no, 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 these are must-haves in my life and in my relationships. And it's very difficult to be honest, when there are so many people walking around with these untreated wounds, you want real dialogue, you want honest conversation, but you can't have any of those things if everything is going to drive you from zero to 6,000. Damn this good shit! Right? So Fuck. we have to do that work. All right, we... Smart ratchet drill. I ain't gonna hold you. I like a smart ratchet drill. <laughs> we ain't, we look, the only reason I brought that up was just because of the. We're not talking about our performing hey, listen, love. Listen. I'm just saying that once you do the work, you know what you want, right? And you are, and you have the right to do that. And we can't be so ultra sensitive, mm -hmm. right? And you're not hiding it. You're not hiding it. You're not hiding it. I'll say it one more time. You are not hiding it. Everybody knows that you're hurt. Everybody knows that you're wounded. Mm -hmm. And you're walking around like you're not. And you know what I'm saying? He's going to know if you're smart. He's going to ask you for your ABCs you know? backwards. And if you can't tell him, you're not his type. <laughs> get off of that. You're about to get me canceled before I even get started. He's trying to get me canceled before no, we get no, started. No, no, no. Listen, listen, my bad. I forgot that's the other uh the BG, that's PG, that's the grunt dag podcast. That's the that's other the truck. We, we we gonna keep it on subject right here. We're gonna keep y'all, you know what I mean? Yeah, so um Okay, so do you do know shadow work? It takes a while. It's not a quick fix. Um don't rush it actually. Embrace the journey of it. Uh, do a lot of it. Always do it. You never, to a level, at least to my knowledge, to my... Never. You never on a level to where you don't need shadow work. You know what I'm saying? So, just keep doing it. Embrace it. Embrace the challenge. Like, you know what? I'm going to better myself. I'm going to heal. I deserve to be okay. And these are the steps I'm going to take to be okay and to remain okay. Mm -hmm. And cut whoever... Don't fit that criteria. Don't be it's scared. It's just that simple. Don't be scared. Like I said, like I said earlier, your real people, your real friends is going to stay in support. Like, it's just that simple. They're going to need journey too. They're like, girl, or, yo, fam, I'm glad you, man, I've been trying to, you know what I'm saying, reach a different level too. Like, so, shadow work, man, that's the main thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Because shadow boxing is what you're doing right now, probably. We'll be all doing a little bit. And you don't want to be doing that. You don't want to be fighting yourself and hurting other people. That's the main thing. Fighting your problems and hurting other people. I had a problem. I wanted to be gangster. I wanted to be known for getting it in, getting active, handling business. I'm hurting people because I'm bringing on an extra beef that I don't need. I'm bringing on anything else that comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was just my thing I had to work on. I was shadow boxing. I love my peoples I got in my circle. 
I'm blessed to have a real legitimate official circle. And um and I'm not gonna trade that or put that in harm. So I had to check myself. I can't drive my people off acting tough. You know what I'm saying? So check yourself, humble yourself, and your situation probably a little different or whatever it could be, but just know like, um, first of all, you only meet a couple real people in life. And bro, so that's that. In high school. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, that's bro, a fact. Bro, that's that in high school. Email your girlfriend, <laughs> your homeboys, like, whatever the case may be, you only meet a couple, and when he said that, it's stuck. Because it's just real. Like, you only meet a couple, so the last thing you want to do is X them out. You right. know what I'm saying? Over some BS. You know what I'm saying? You can't really X them out. They're going to X this. I mean, fake marks going to yeah, X yeah, themselves right. out. Right. Like, real people, you know what I mean? You really can't X them out. Like, but they're not going for your bullshit either. Yeah, they're not. They, right. But guess what? Y'all gonna respect each other. Y'all gonna know. Yeah. Okay, this is. But you ain't gonna. It's it, it's it's impossible to ex a real friend out. You. If you. You can. Way. Yeah. It, it, it's if you it's high. Because yeah. it's a lot of people. It's been a lot of. Well, 2006, 2006, 2005, around that time. I've been no. This been broke for two thousand since then. And it's been a lot of people that done came X'd out, came X'd out, came X'd out. And it's been because of fakeness. <laughs> and it's been because of that work. Yeah. Like that that like we can't we we actually in our we are in our kids' life. Right. So and we have boys that really look up. So when you at that level where they get into that point like they really want to be you. They really want to follow your footsteps. I know my uh, middle son, Tyrese, he wants to take over the, my, I got a plumbing company. He wants to take over the plumbing company. Even though he got a long way to go. He he can do some falls and stuff like that. <laughs> but he, they, they follow, they, they watch everything you do. Mm-hmm. So that was another reason why it, I knew I had to do the work. Because I didn't want them to fall into the same traps and the same mindset that I was in before. So I had to work on me so I can be an example for them. Nice. So you yeah. got sometimes even if you don't want to do it for yourself, if you really you gotta find something you love. And normally a lot of people they love their kids. So even if you're not doing it directly for you, you gotta understand who's really looking out for you. Who's really looking up to you. So if you don't really work on yourself, imagine an example that you setting for your kids. You can still be going in that hurt way, going through different females. They're like, oh, well, dad do it? Shoot. I'm about to go through these little joints then and keep it moving. Y'all, do y'all really want that? Because A's out there still. STDs is out there. They they can still catch something. Now you risk and losing your your kids because of your actions. Yep. And and that's, I mean, that that is so important. Who we're doing this stuff for. It's funny, man. We we say we love our kids. Right. And we say that we would do anything for our kids. So if somebody is bothering our kids, we'll get out there. We'll fight. We'll shoot. We'll do whatever in that moment. But you have to understand that's the easy part. When you can do something quick and, and, and you know, deliberate, boom, that's the easy part. But what about doing that work? What about doing that work to be a whole present parent in their life? Right. To where. 
you can sit and actually have that conversation, right? When you're broken, you breed broken people because you break them accidentally, right? Because of all the stuff that you're dealing with and all these wounds and all these broken pieces a part of you, right? And, but if you're working on it and they get to see you working on it, they get to see you working through things, you're not going to be perfect. But remember, kids see everything. You think they don't see that shit? They see it, you know? And we have to heal for them. Because we're hurt, we bleed all over them, they're hurt, and they bleed all over our community, mm-hmm. right? And we see all this stuff that's happening in our city, and we wonder, like, damn, why These can't kids we... is crazy. Right. It's not that they're crazy, they're broken. They're damaged, and we're the ones who damaged them. And we damaged them because we're damaged, and we didn't fucking fix it, right? We didn't fix it. So no matter who damaged you... There's a quote I always say from Amin Rashidi. He said, no matter what they do to you, you are responsible for what you do for you. No matter what they do to you, you are responsible for what you do for you. Right? So, you know, we're going to wrap this up. But what we want you to know more than anything, man, lady, you're out there shadow boxing. You know, you're you're punching at something that you can't win. You can't beat your shadow like this. The only thing that you're hitting are the real things and people that are around you. That's who you're uppercutting. Boom. That's who you're doing a hook. That's who you're jabbing. Those people that are around you, right? To get to that shadow, to get to to the, to, to what you need to get to, that's you in a room with you going through it right and not to where you're depressing yourself and you're just you know I hate me I hate me no it's identifying what's wrong and then working through a solution and identifying what else and then working through a solution that's what it is look you can't lose weight unless you first admit that you're overweight Trying to pretend that you're, you're <laughs> trying to pretend, right? Like you're gonna effectively try to lose weight without first admitting, right? So, you know, that's what we gotta do. So, thank you for tuning in to Quips and Riddles, episode two, uh, with my co-host, uh, members of the Drunk Dad podcast. <laughs> Which will be coming very, very soon. And you already see the type of time they are. Uh, I'll be working with them on that as well. But thank y'all. And uh, I always tell you, fellas, you're not the prize, but you do set the standard. I'll holler at you. Bye.